The following is rated S for spoilers. There's more to life than your farm, Owen. He needs to see that. There's a whole galaxy out there. I'm asking you to leave us alone, Ben. I mean it. Is he okay? You don't care if he's okay. You care if he's showing. It's my responsibility, Owen. Well, I'm his uncle. We talked about this. When the time comes, he must be trained. Like you trained his father? Hello and welcome to the Popcorn Hangover. My name is Alex. My name is Graham. Today we are talking Obi-Wan Kenobi, or as I still refer to it, uh, just Kenobi, because that was a much better title. Yeah. Graham, how are you doing this week? Doing good, man. Doing good. I'm glad to be back. Yeah. I'm excited for this. Yeah, your Star Wars shirt on and everything. I do, I know. I, I'm actually really, really excited about the shirt, but yeah. Graham, what were your thoughts on Obi-Wan Kenobi? I liked it. It I liked it a lot more than I thought I would, honestly. Um, I was like hyped for it. Like we all were hyped for it when it was like before it came out. And then as, a, as I was watching it, I actually like, it was a little slower paced than I initially thought it would be. And I think I mm-hmm. liked it a lot more because of that. Interesting. Um, I really liked the story that kind of took. I mean, it, it was weird. Like a lot of things I was just like, like, I don't understand like why we were watching it. Like I enjoyed like every minute of it though. It mm-hmm. was fun to watch. I enjoyed yeah. it a lot. I think we're going to have some uh, differing opinions. Yeah. Uh, overall, I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it was fun. Here's the thing that I think was interesting. If you take out all the credits, all the recaps and everything, if you just have the actual content, yeah, it is a little under four hours. Bro, that's ridiculous. And this For was initially... episode series. This was initially supposed to be a movie. So I feel like they wrote a really great movie... Yeah. And then Solo came out and they're like, nope, we're not doing movies anymore. <laughs> and then Mando was like, oh, wait, people like these shows. Yeah. And then they just took that script and Disney was like, nope, that's that's not Too long short. enough. We, we're not doing movies. We're doing shows. So okay, cool. We're going to add this random like side plot with Reva and we're going to do all this random stuff that doesn't make any sense. Here you go. And then that's that's what they made. Because overall, I don't know, like I was, I mean, I didn't, I didn't have time to watch it all the way through a second time. I just watched mm-hmm. the one, right. uh, but I was going, I went back on TikTok mm-hmm. uh, every night. We would do instant reaction videos to, yeah. you know, our thoughts and everything. So we want to hear our individual thoughts our thoughts on individual episodes, as opposed to the series as a whole, follow us on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, but I was watching, I was going through and listening to all of those, uh, which for starters, I need to start drinking energy drinks because it's like <laughs> three in the morning and I, I'm so tired. I so, say, yeah, you watch us when they drop. Like yes. That. Yeah. Or like, night. and then like, yeah, Miss Marvel on top of that. So it's like four in the morning by the time I'm getting some of those out. Uh, anyway, uh, I was watching those and like the common trend that I found was if it's Obi-Wan related or Darth Vader related, mm-hmm. solid. I'm here for it. It was amazing. Yeah. But anything else, it was just, I just didn't care. Yeah. Um, I liked the whole like, Leia saving Leia kind of thing, but it also like it, like the first like four episodes like really did just feel like like I know they just totally baited Obi Wan with Leia like that's the whole reason for it. Mm-hmm. But like I would have loved to definitely see more like more Anakin like more like Darth Vader stuff. Not like Darth Vader's just there to get Obi Wan or like you see him for like five seconds in one episode. Like I would have mm-hmm. loved if they just, if he actually had like dialogue and like scenes for himself i feel like that would have been really dope and they just yeah they definitely didn't need didn't need as much leia stuff and i think the leia stuff was okay i think i mean i agree i think towards especially towards like the the back half Mm -hmm. it was just kind of she wasn't there and then oh no like how are we going to 
fix these wires. Let's send this child who probably right. doesn't know anything about <laughs> fixing wires. That's all I mean. Those like Star Wars is really good about sending like small creatures or children into small <laughs> areas. It should like the clip of Mando sending Grogu mm-hmm. and like the ship to fix it. Or like even the whole like Lola thing. Like, yeah, that was just such a weird plot device. I don't know. It's, Dude, it's Star Wars. That little droid is cute though. I would, I would, I like, I love droids. I like, I don't know. Like any of the droids that I've seen from the games, uh-huh. from the movies, they're just, they're so dope and like normally kind of well done. Like, yeah. Fun fact. Uh, I didn't know this, but Carrie Fisher had a dog or a cat or she had a pet and Lola. its name is Lola. Yeah. That's, oh, that's why, sick. Yeah. That's, that's why cute. That. Uh, so that was a cool little homage yeah. to that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. She was fine. Like at, at the beginning, I hated her. She was so annoying. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't hate her. There were just moments where I was like, like seriously, yeah. Especially the whole Home Alone forest Alderaan <laughs> sequence. Like, oh my gosh, that was horrible. Are you? I shouldn't be like <laughs> laughing hysterically at this. This isn't. Yeah, this is not the vibe. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I didn't mind Leia too much. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem was Reva. Yeah. I did not like her. Um, and I feel like I need to. A lot of people didn't like her character. Well, I feel like I need to like emphasize it has nothing to do with uh with Moses Ingram. It's just yeah. her the way she was written was awful. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I said it in my, my first episode reaction, like a lot of writers struggle with writing strong female characters. Mm-hmm. Uh because every sing ninety nine percent of the time if it's a strong female character, they just an asshole all the time. Right. Uh like they're just they're not likable. They're just terrible human beings. Yeah. Um, and you don't, that's not, it's not what you're going for. Yeah. You don't have to be terrible to be strong and female. Uh, but anyway, uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't care for her. Yeah. Uh, and again, I needed, I was probably watched the whole thing, but like in three or four, I said something about how, like, I feel like she isn't a Jedi and there's all these, signs mm-hmm. that like i thought she was gonna be some like random kid that like the inquisitors picked up and they were bullying her because of it mm-hmm. and they got this whole like twist that no she was actually she survived a youngling she, she's a, the slaying of out of yeah out of nowhere and then episode six she's like Can i'm I? gonna go kill luke because she somehow put that together that it's vader's son yeah her her the only person in the entire galaxy for several several years is the only person to ever tie like leia to obi-wan or either of those kids to Vader it, with what? Like how? Like, I don't understand why they gave her that knowledge. Like, yeah, well, cause like no one else literally in like the history of Star Wars really put two. And two I don't together. care that she, she knows. It's just the fact that like, I don't understand how she put two and two together that, that's with what the I'm, information she had. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, yeah. like everyone, it seemed like almost anyone or any of the inquisitors could have easily gotten that information as well. I guess none of those, none of them were like dead set, like fixed on getting Obi Wan. But like I, but I don't, want, yeah. I don't get it. I just, I yeah. When and I was like, how did she? And I, I understand that Luke. Uh, they told Luke it was like some Tuscans, and that he never actually saw her. But yeah. also, like, I feel like he probably should have heard a lightsaber and like seen the red light. Right. I don't know. Yeah. The whole problem with that sequence, and I think in general. It's not a major issue, but an issue mm-hmm. it had was you have stuff. We, we know how it all ends, right? And so right. when you, you're doing something like this, you have to change the way you deal with stakes. It has to be 
this like in Rogue One, for example, we know they all have to die because where are they, right? Right. And so the stakes aren't necessarily are they going to survive or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's how are they going to die? It's not, not, right. not how they're going to die. It's just they have the stakes are are bigger than them, right? Yeah. It's they have to figure like how are they going to get these plans to right to uh, the rebels and like it's there's bigger stakes than just them and it makes it more in, interesting because mm-hmm. um, a part of me like i totally understand because like i was like watching that final episode and i was like dude she's gonna just slaughter like luke like she's gonna and then i was like literally no she's not <laughs> we have no. all of the movies <laughs> like yeah i just yeah yeah. It, yeah just stakes were a problem with this and yeah. even like and i i think if the original trilogy didn't exist, I think it would be fine because I mean, the Vader Obi-Wan fight was phenomenal. Yeah, I loved it. It was so um, good. It was really good. Uh, it kind of ended the exact same as revenge of the Sith. Like we went through this whole, whole journey mm-hmm. to get to that, to that fight sequence. Yeah. And it kind of just played out exactly like what we've already seen. Mm-hmm. We're in the same spot. Right. Why did, you know, and, there, I just feel like there wasn't enough thought that went into making this an addition to yeah. like continuing this. It wasn't continuing this. It wasn't furthering the story. I'll put it that way. Right. It was just we're going to yeah. make some things happen because fan service. Yeah, they serviced a fan, which was me. Not gonna lie, it yeah. was fun to watch. But that's the thing. It, it's yeah, and like I mean, especially those last two episodes. Dude. Two things I said every time was like. Did I like, was I like screaming full of excitement? <laughs> yes, I was. Like, did it have issues? Yes. And like, people would ask me, like, oh, what'd you think of the new episode? And mm-hmm. I'd always say, like, there was some really weird stuff that I did not like and that was objectively pretty bad. Yeah. But for the most part, Obi Wan and Darth Vader, it makes up for, like, yeah. I don't know. It, I'm, I'm really conflicted, like, going back and forth. And honestly, like, looking at some of the, uh, like, the reception. Mm-hmm. It seems like a lot of people are also kind of conflicted. Yeah. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has an 83. This was, I think, the most interesting stat. The critic score was 83% and the audience score was 63%. Which, that's what I like, I remember from, like, episode to episode coming out, and it was getting rated in, like, each individual and, like, the series as a whole. Like, the audience score was, like, stupid low. Like, almost always. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't really dive in and see if there was a bunch of, like, just like episode bombing or, or I, anything like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was surprised because this is definitely yeah. like. I feel like anyone that I've talked to that watches like enjoyed it a solid amount. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, of course, there's things wrong with it. What we're talking about, but I feel like you want to go like just yeah, do like a bomb rating on it. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was yeah, I was and surprised by that. IMDb has an average, and these are series averages. Yeah, has a, a score of seven point two. That has a meta score of seventy three, and Letterboxd gave it a three point five. So. Those are fair. Like, yeah, it's all kind of like just in the middle. Like, I feel like, and it, I think that the reason I think that's interesting is because mm-hmm. there's so much positivity coming out of like moments from with from the show, right? Uh, but like, objectively, the show isn't great. The story isn't great. <laughs> I think I think that's how I will I'll, I'll put that. Yeah. Um, kind of back to what I was saying about Reva because I forgot to mention it. Uh. So, like, I'm pretty sure this is based off of the script for the 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 theatrical release, movie. the movie. Right. Um, 
I have a feeling that Reva was actually just a Darth Vader because at the end of the day, they're kind of, and the, at the end, like Palpatine is like, why are you obsessed with Kenobi? Like mm-hmm. just let him go. And that was kind of Reva's whole thing. Right. Why didn't you just make it Vader? That's all we cared about. Mm-hmm. Like I would have loved to see, especially like imagine if Vader really did like order, like the kidnapping of Leia, bringing her in. Like that would have been like a little like, whoa. Kind of thing that that would have been a little much. It would it definitely would have been, been a little much. much. But I feel like it just I don't know because I would at, have, at that point Vader would have figured it out. Oh, for sure. But he, does he does he already know? You think he doesn't know? No, he doesn't know. Okay, I just don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah, uh, it's in the uh, it's established that he finds out between four and five. Um, okay, but speaking of things that are established. Of all of all the things that I've said, yeah, there is one thing that irks me more than anything. I have a feeling I know what you're gonna say, but I'm I'm allergic. Probably, whole series we have this whole Qui Gon talk to me, Master talk to me. We're building up to this great Qui Gon moment. And first off, there's a lot of great moments he could have shown up. Yeah, but they waited until the end, and he'd just be like, "Hey, dude, like, took you a while, like." That was the worst payoff of, of all time. Secondly, Qui-Gon never learned how to force ghost. He was just, he, he, he died. He was an embodied spirit. He learned how to like, he, he learned how to like put his spirit into the force, but he could never put it into a form. Into, yeah. That's why he didn't like disappear. He, they burned his body. Yeah. He's not a force ghost. He taught Yoda how to do it. And then Yoda taught Obi-Wan. Right. I understand you got Liam Neeson. And you want to show him, but yeah, no. Yeah, I that that made me very upset. It, I was excited to see him. I really was just because overall, I I absolutely love Qui Gon Jinn. Like he was right. like that is one of my favorite characters, even though he's only ever in the one movie. But I like I didn't actually expect to see him at all. When I did see him at the end, I was like a little thrown off, but it was more or less like, oh, that's dope. Like we got to see him. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I didn't really think of anything of that, but. Cause like the whole time he was talking to him and I was like, if he shows up, like when he's talking to him, cool. But like when he just showed up at the end, I was just like, what the, yeah. No, I was totally expecting it. I, I really thought it was going to be when Vader buried Obi-Wan. I thought, yeah. I thought you, you were like, going to get, voices or something and I thought you we were going to get like a Ray mm-hmm. in the rise of Skywalker situation. I'm so Qui-Gon. glad they didn't. That's kind of what I thought was going to happen. I was just like, eh. like if only, if only it was Qui-Gon's voice. Yeah. Cause like, I know he was here like, I think you could have like kept Leia's it voice pretty and, much the same. Mm-hmm. But then just like add Qui Gon's voice in there, like, like right at the end. It's been like because to just, be honest, it is just as much, if not more, Qui Gon's fault mm-hmm. that all this happened than right. it is Obi Wan's. And I mean, that's why it's called Duel of the Fates. Like that's what right. makes the Phantom Menace. When you think about it, that's what makes it so uh, incredible. Is that final fight is kind of? I mean, if if Qui Gon didn't die, if mm-hmm. Qui Gon survived and he killed Maul. Anakin would have had proper training from, I don't want to say a proper master, but Qui-Gon was just, he was a weird dude. And like, he would have done a a better job at training. Not that Obi-Wan did a bad job, but like, I don't know, Qui-Gon, in terms of, in terms of lore, in terms of lore, (laughs) Qui-Gon was like very, like he would speak out against the council. Like, I don't think the Clone Wars would have happened the way it did if Qui-Gon was still alive and like stuff like that. So it's just as much Qui-Gon's fault I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say it's his fault that he died. Yeah, but like, so he could have really controlled that. Yeah, I don't know. I think Qui-Gon could have, that could have been an element of, hey, yeah. like, 
this is also on me. Like I made you train this kid and uh, look, look what happened. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Was not a fan of Qui-Gon. It's understandable. We've been pretty That's negative funny. so far, but yeah. we did both really enjoy this this show. Yeah. What it was like, other than that last fight sequence, because I think, I mean, that's, gonna, yeah, that's the obvious one. What was like, what were some of your favorite moments in the show? One that I've always like thought back to that I don't know why I liked, I really, really liked when they were, when he went and saved Leia and they were like running out of the base and he's in that hallway and like he's got mm-hmm. the door shut and they're like prying the door open and that bullet like hits the glass and like just seeing the pure struggle of like him still not having full control again like I don't know that was really interesting to see him like just struggling to hold the glass up and then like trying to fight them at the same time I was just, it was just that was like a dope scene for me to like just sit there yeah and that was really I enjoyed cool. that a lot yeah I I think in, in general my favorite episode was episode three um and I don't know why I forgot about it until I was rewatching my mm-hmm. TikToks, but like there was this weird moment where like they like meet the farmer or whatever. Yeah. And like, he's like an Imperial like support and everything. And I just like, just thought about like modern real life world where like, that is totally something that happens. Like, yeah, I don't know if it was meant to be political or anything, but like, that's just all I could think of was like, wow. Like a lot of people were like, man, like regardless of who you support, like, there are such a crazy divide right now that like there are good yeah. people that don't agree with what you're you believe in and you think that the person right believes in terrible things but like i don't know it was just i don't know why i loved it so much but i did <laughs> <laughs> uh that i don't know i don't want to say it's my favorite moment but like it was yeah. just just one of the ones that it was something that to. i thought was cool that they did yeah uh yeah i don't know i think to wrap up kind of like all of our thoughts, mm-hmm. like I mean, that makes Obi-Wan so weird is it has all of the best parts of Mando, which is like, you know, telling a different side of the story. Like mm-hmm. it, it has really great fan service and we're kind of seeing some of that, but it also has like the worst parts of Boba Fett where like, there's just these weird plot holes and there's, yeah, and it has more direction than Boba Fett did. Boba Fett just felt like, yeah, we don't know what we want to do. So here's like three different stories <laughs> from three different periods of time. And like both yeah. of it was a mess, but like I had more direction than that, but I don't know. I just, I just there was still just weird stuff that Something was going off. on. Right. Yeah. And I, in general, I think the thing that the, it's the, so weird to me about this show, I said a lot of weird things about it, but like the thing I can't wrap my mind around is just the amount of potential you have for Obi-Wan. I mean, mm-hmm. this—he's a beloved character, and you have right. a, a long period of time to talk about. And they didn't do anything particularly new, mm-hmm. so like it—you know—it has elements of the other two shows. But even like that hallway scene, mm-hmm. um, there's almost an identical scene in Jedi Fallen Order, the video game. Towards the end, they break into the Inquisitor's fortress. He's in a—they—he he swims into it just like Obi Wan. He's in the hallway glass bricks you have to hold it like it was kind of the exact really? same i've seen it before um that's dope when obi-wan slash vader's helmet i saw that in rebels yeah. I, it was yeah. it was really great how they did it and how his voice was changing and again like we could talk about all like that whole sequence over and over but so if you're on the internet you've heard it the same thing said a million times so right. we're not gonna i don't think there's any point <laughs> in wasting our breath talking about it again yeah um it was really cool but like i've I've seen it before. Like there was just so many things where I was like, 
I've seen this a million times. Whereas with Mando, there's a ton of stuff that's like, totally fresh. It I mean, felt, you know, yeah, like it just there's so much new. And even when it would go back, like to Clone Wars or whatever, mm-hmm. like seeing Bo Katan like live action was like that was Ahsoka live action was just both of those are huge. Yeah, man. that was yeah, yeah. So to wrap up our our review segment, there's a. Uh, there's a lot of talk right now about a season two. What are what are your thoughts? I don't know. I don't like. Here's the thing: if I think it kind of falls back to this, I, we don't need it. I don't think they should do it. No. If they did it, it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. I know it would be done fairly well. At least I'd hope it would be. But I don't. I mean, I think it'd be treated with some care the problem is like i don't know where they would go other than right. mall and i don't want them to touch yeah, the mall fight from rebels because no. it's perfect yeah. unless they literally just did the same thing live action i don't think anyone could play and would have to be literally identical but at that point they're literally just using the exact same yeah but yeah, yeah but again it's exactly just, it's well and the other problem too is the whole point is that mall and kenobi haven't spoken they don't mall's been hunting right. kenobi he doesn't know where he's at right um so you can't really make it show out of that yeah i don't know i kind of one part of me for this series i wish they i, I kind of wish uh, what's her name uh reva would have died at the end i don't know why she mm-hmm. was still alive yeah sidetrack pointless the, it, no it, it wasn't pointless it was let's gauge how well people like this character so we're gonna leave it open-ended so we can bring her back every single person though that gets stabbed have you seen that whole joke yes yeah only person that can is there'll be one where uh, qui-gon but so I, I'm thumbs down right now for season two. I yeah, don't think it's. I mean, good. the most concerning thing is when Kathleen Kennedy was asked, was like, you know, it's a limited series, but like, if there's enough interest, we'll make a season two. That's <sighs> yeah, that that's no bueno. Um, here's here's my pitch for season two, though. Okay, if if they do, and honestly, there's probably gonna be a season two. Let's be real. Um, yeah. Here here's my pitch. So we're gonna we're gonna jump forward a little bit. Okay. Uh, you know, how far forward? Uh. Older Obi Wan. It's an older Obi Wan. Okay. Um, and he's he's out doing Obi Wan things, mm-hmm. and he hears some noise, and he runs over, and he sees an older young adult Luke. He's being attacked by by Tuskins, and he oh who's with Luke? Oh hey, those are that's R two D two and C three PO. I know those droids. So he goes down and he saves Luke, and Luke's like, I don't know, I'm trying to fix this droid, and R two's like, Hey, I've got a message, and it's Leia, and she's like, Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And he's like, Oh hey, I gotta go save. I gotta go save Leia again. And so they go to the Death Star and they save Leia and then he sacrifices himself at the end for the betterment of the group. And the end. I hate you a lot because you really <laughs> had me going at the beginning and I was just like, we've already had this. And I was like, oh yeah. We've already had that. Yes. Yeah. There's no reason for there, season yeah, two. There, it, let's not do it, please. And so far, I've got to admit, so far with, Di- with Star Wars being in the hands of Disney, they've done everything fairly well pretty respective to the mm, i mean uh, we got a terrible trilogy we've gotten one yeah, really sure. great show okay. and we've gotten uh i mean they canceled an amazing show for starters well, they, they canceled clone wars oh they did right. bring it back for another season after years but they did yeah. cancel it a terrible trilogy one really great show one mediocre one and one really bad one uh i guess you also have bad batch in there i'd call that like I'd say bad is good. Mediocre. It's like if they just want to. It's not. It's not Omega, but it's Omega. Not. Omega. Yeah, Disney has. I don't crap. think I. Disney has not handled Star Wars well. That's fair, actually. 
I don't know. I think in general to wrap up this segment for real this time, uh, I think one of the big issues with this show is like, I mean, this was made for fans, right? Like there's so much fan service in the show. And like, that's what I think everyone is talking about and what everyone's excited about. Yeah. And story kind of took a hit for sure. Uh, So when we come back, we're going to talk more about just fan service in general, fan service in this fan service in other mediums, what we think about fan service we're fans of things. So we definitely uh, we enjoy it. We, we we have some thoughts on fan service. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned, and we'll be right back. We are back. We're back. Talking Obi Wan Kenobi. I always like because uh, you don't wear headphones, and so I always like just yeah. like to, to wait. And you're like ready, waiting on the camera, like waiting for it to start. I know because I just know <laughs> I just know when you, you press that. I don't know. You don't know what I'm going right. I know in the beginning. I don't know why because I can't hear it anymore. But I know I could for sure like hear a little coming through the headphones uh-huh. of like when the music would be playing, and I would kind of have like an idea when to start or like things like that. But now now, now you just like unmute and get that ready, and I'm just like and go like. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we were talking uh, in the break. We didn't really go over our um, uh, our, our, our fun facts, our financials. Uh, so Obi Wan Kenobi was directed by Deborah Chow, which I think another thing that we could another just talking point in general is this is the first Disney Plus show not done by Dave Filoni or John Favreau. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that. I thought Deborah Chow did a fine job. Yeah, yeah, she did, yeah, she did good. Uh, it, kind of, it seemed like it had a more of a writer's room style uh, uh, in terms of writing. It yeah. was a writer's room. Uh, sure. Starring Ewan McGregor, Buzz Ingram, Vivian Lila Blair, and Hayden Christensen. My dad. Uh, not going to lie, I did sure. not realize how old that man is. Yeah, it was... I mean, the, he looks great, don't yeah. get me wrong, but like seeing him, I was just like, wow, dude, Like they are way old. Cause like, I, I picture him as like... I mean, that was 20 years and the ago. Mo- I know, I know. Like, that doesn't ever hit me until I'm just like, shoot. Or like, I see like, yeah, I see all of them on like their you know, talk shows and like interviews and stuff. And I'm just like, wow, that is a big difference. Yeah. Nothing bad. Nothing wrong with that. But it just, yeah, always throws me for a little, like, little yeah. show. I think, it, I mean, honestly, it doesn't really matter that Hayden Christensen was there. But like, right. And maybe if I didn't know, I would I wouldn't say this, but it just felt different. Like, yeah. I have a question for you. I have an answer. With you know the the kind of like the flashback, the little training flashback uh-huh. where we got the two of them going at it. Mm-hmm. What was the vibe in that scene? What do you mean? Like, was that like, like kind of like a like more like lighthearted kind of like training? Th- I don't know. Like, for a part of me, just felt like like I was like watching that Anakin just some, seemed like angry and like kind of aggressive with it like not really and like obi-wan was more like well, yeah because that's going with the fl- i know but then like anakin is everyone was just like oh like seeing their like their banter and, like the, but like i saw like all these reviews like to twitter and reddit stuff and i was like oh, i love seeing that again like they were great like they were probably like they were like so happy like training and all this stuff and i was just like they didn't seem happy like that was that was so like aggressive i was like tense for me more or less than just like a i feel like that was fun little flashback i feel like if you watched just the flashback you would think differently yeah uh because you're also that's also being know. paired with Vader 
and Obi-Wan trying to kill each other. Right. So, well, no, maybe, I know. I maybe, just, maybe that's why you got that vibe. Maybe you just latched onto that one aspect. And I, I definitely did because I, I was just watching that and I was just like waiting for like someone to do something or something to happen with someone and someone. I was just like, I know he's, he's not, he's not really to the dark side yet at this point. He hasn't been like really pushed my, during that training. So my, I was like, my problem with it. I mean, it's cool that they made it like, you know, episode two, yeah. Attack of the Clones-ish. Whipped out that ponytail. They they, they should have just, I just, I just want to see the Clone Wars armor live action. That's all I want. On, on Obi-Wan? On, on both, both of them. them? Yeah. That, that's all I want. Yeah. Did, was We're it? not going to get it. <sighs> I know. I want it so bad. I want it more than anything. Yeah. Or whenever like, the there was like the, the homeless clone. I was like, oh, oh, I know. I see, yeah. like, you got Tamora Morrison coming in just whenever now. Apparently, for, yeah, for anything needed. Can yeah. you? Uh, can we just get Clone Wars flashback, please? Bro. Anyway, um, so an an interesting tidbit that I that I found. Uh, so it says an estimated budget of ninety million dollars. Okay, uh, large sum of cash. A, a nice chunk of change. Uh, but what's interesting is it's. 10 million less than Mando and Boba. Hmm. So, uh, I don't know. I don't really have anything. They, they felt similar. Yeah. Uh, I do think that the, the other two, I don't want to say they feel more expensive, but they felt bigger. Uh, but also they're different styles, different creative teams. Yeah. I would have given, I don't know. I think they did a good, I don't think that 10 million really hurt anything. Right. Uh, one thing I could think of is like, the final scene was on a pretty boring planet. There wasn't a lot going on. Yeah, it was pretty pretty bare. Yeah, uh, and I think that's why there's so many cuts in the action sequence mm-hmm. as opposed to like Mustafar where you have all this stuff going on in the background. You have time to just let the fight breathe in one take. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think that had much of a difference, but the thing that I thought was really interesting was Moon Knight and Miss Marvel both had budgets of over $150 million. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I think that's interesting is when because because we have Kenobi and Miss Marvel coming mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, we can see stat. I can see stats of like how the two are comparing with each other just right. from our own personal channel. Miss um, Marvel uh, insta reactions get five times plus more views really? than Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, which is really interesting to me. Super interesting, yeah. So, especially because it it doesn't really do too well compared to like viewership on the actual app, right? Compared to like Kenobi and other shows that have come out, uh, or has it I, has it held its ground pretty well? I don't know. Okay, because um, I thought like I saw like an article or something. I can't remember where, but I'm pretty sure that like Miss Marvel is like one of the like lowest ranking like Disney shows when it comes to like viewership and like the amount of people actually tuning into that, like on like release days and like things like that. Yeah. But the problem you have to think to think about is like with a show, like especially with a show like that, there aren't a ton of spoilers in each episode. Right. And a lot of people just want to watch it all the way through. Yeah. That's Um, fair. So, I mean, yeah, I don't really care about week to week numbers in that regard. Yeah. Uh, even though I just did mention a week to week number that I thought (laughs) was interesting, but, uh, I find it interesting just because it's it's a cool parallel to see the the difference between the two, mm-hmm. and I wonder if this is. I mean, you're talking off air, like I, and I think we talked about on the show. I don't know how Disney Plus justifies dropping both on one night. 
Or are you talking about the no justifies like spending this much money, dude? I I just I I understand it. Like they're getting, I understand they're getting money from subscriptions, but like you're telling me that they're making five hundred million plus just to make their money back. Yeah, on Disney Plus subscriptions, I just I can't I can't comprehend it. But that's a that's a discussion for another time. Yeah, Um, we're talking fan service. How did how did you think about fan service in this like in this series? Did you like it? Was it too much? Was there? Would do you want more? I liked it. I feel like if they didn't do the amount they did, I don't know. I feel like it would have been missing something. Like I feel like everything mm-hmm. we got, I don't know. I feel like it definitely helped the show. Like I feel like we definitely got a lot for sure. But I feel like like if we got any more, it might have just been like okay, yeah, actually would have been like a little more noticeable for sure. But like mm-hmm. I feel like if we didn't get what we did, what we got, I don't know if it would even if it would have done kind of worse than. It even did now, if that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what you said just made me think, like, because I, to answer that question myself, like, I think, I don't think it was too much fan service mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things. Like, the problem ultimately was there was more of a focus on fan service than there was on mm-hmm. story. I think this was more, how can we set up a really cool fan moment as opposed to how can we throw a fan moment into a really great story um because yeah like i, like I think the fan service was done really yeah. well um something i didn't notice originally but uh when obi-wan slices vader's helmet mm-hmm. um that's to explain where vader gets his scar um, yeah and return of the jedi to take his helmet off he has a massive scar across his head and the episode two of obi-wan kenobi doesn't have that scar mm-hmm. so when he slices the helmet so, like, that's a cool moment or, you know, when he's in the graveyard seeing right. Jedi and things. Um, and then, obviously, you have, like, your Qui-Gon Jinn and your very obvious uh, moments. But, yeah, mm-hmm. like, I think that was really brilliantly done where there's lots of Easter eggs and fan service that's sprinkled in there for every level of Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think there's just too much emphasis on it in in the creation process Um, i do agree there should have been a a way stronger interest in story than fan service mm -hmm. i wish they would have had more and i don't know i don't like i don't like talking about problems and not having solutions for them to that point you're just like just complaining yeah you're just complaining (laughs) um i think the the perfect the perfect way to do fan service is endgame. I think everyone anyone that wants to incorporate that just needs to like copy endgame because yeah. that movie is straight fan service. But it was but it, it incredible. It was not too much. Um and there was it was still a brilliant yeah. brilliantly written story. Um and even moments I mean, I think the big, the most fan servicey thing in that movie was Cap picking up Mjolnir. Um, oh, for sure. Uh, I don't know, I guess I should say spoilers for a different. If you movie. haven't seen it, you know. Uh, what, what, but I feel like at out? this point you probably <laughs> don't <years>. care. Um, <laughs> like that's the biggest moment, and when you think about it in terms of like the context of the universe, mm-hmm. like that doesn't doesn't really make a whole lot of sense that a he wouldn't have picked it up earlier, b that like he can like just knows how to use it, but. Right. Marcus McFeely, he wrote the screenplay we're talking, and they're like, that's just one of those things where, like, we had an opportunity, 
They took it. We knew it was going to be awesome. The fans were going to love it. They they weren't going to care. One of the biggest like audience theater reaction I think I've ever yes been Absolutely. a part of listened to seen several times. It's yeah yeah it was just, it was done so well. Um, one of the most memorable theater experiences I've had, hands down. That's like top five moments of like of my life. life? <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I can go back in time, I think we talked about this before. If I go yeah. back in time, I would just. I just want to go in that theater again. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's a weird side tangent. Uh, <laughs> Endgame did, just did fan service right. It was brilliant, um, really well done. And Star Wars has done it well in the past as well. Like, yeah. Uh, one moment similar to that is in Rise of Skywalker, despite its downfalls, like when Ray lifts the X Wing, um, initially, uh, that's they had race theme or I think it was the force theme. John Williams wrote the force mm-hmm. theme in. Um, and JJ Abrams went to him and was like, Hey, that music's wrong. And John Williams was like, what do you mean that she's using the force? So I put the force theme mm-hmm. in. And he was like, no, but like she's, she's lifting the X wing, like from empire. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but that's, that's Yoda's theme. And she, he's like, it's fine. The fans will get it. Um, and yeah, like that's yeah. one of those things where, as a mu- I mean, most people probably aren't going to notice that, but I'm a massive music nerd. Yeah. And so I noticed, like, that's not the right theme song, but also, yeah. like, it was really cool. And I'm like, okay, I see what they're doing. Like, yeah. subtle fan service is, like, I don't know, it's a lot of fun when you can get it. Yeah. But also, like, that's not distracting. Like, it doesn't ruin what's going on. Right. It's just a little a little tidbit yeah. uh, that just enhances the experience. It, it brings you deeper into yeah. this massive world are there any examples you can think of that have just like awful fan service like this was too much i didn't need this i think i, I think the show has it in luke and leia i didn't need yeah. to see them in the show yeah leia leia I, I can forgive at least she was used as like an inciting she incident. was like a character in the show um i did not need to see luke no I, I had no desire to see him i wasn't expecting him like i honestly think in the beginning like in the first episode when he's like obviously like checking on luke he's there to protect yeah luke. that's fine that's, that's fine. different i don't think they should have ever gone back i don't think he ever should have been there at the end mm-hmm. i thought that was definitely overused just pointless so, yeah that's a perfect example of like good fan service yeah show luke in the distance mm-hmm. pretending he's flying at x-wing right great he's a kid taking yeah. it too far making an entire episode about him for no reason <laughs> and honestly kind of destroying the canon and the established yeah. uh, memories that we have from the original trilogy yeah. with this weird thing. I don't know. And in gen- and you can say the thing for Leia too. Like I, if you're doing some like mental gymnastics, you, I, I guess you can say like, Oh, Obi-Wan told her like if they ever talk, like they can't know that like, know each other so when she right. reaches out and they're like general kenobi it's like uh hey like i know that you know that i know that, yeah that you know like it's like a i don't yeah. know you can do some mental gymnastics but i don't want to i don't want to do that i just just <laughs> just don't it's a very complicated way of yeah i, yeah. I think that's another thing we'd say about the show is that a just over complicated some things mm-hmm. like those little tidbits that are just easy to pick up on that mm-hmm. are little tidbits are worth it. Cause that's what they are. But those things that are incorporated that make you think way too far, way too much. That's not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. 
here's another uh, another discussion I've had, uh, not just with this show, but like in general with lots of things. Like, do we really need a story for every little thing? Like, for example, Vader scar. Never once have I watched Return of the Jedi and thought, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder where that scar came <laughs> from. Especially after watching Revenge of the Sith and seeing that, yeah. He was like the just cap, like sliced in half crisped. and was yeah just like burned to death. Like yeah. I never once thought. I wonder if like something else happened. Do we really need like need the like need all of that? No. I don't. It, I, that's the thing. It's like no one asked for it. No, no, no one needs it. And I don't know. Maybe maybe that's a bit of like a too deep of an example. What about? Okay, I've got one. Okay. So Boba Fett and Clone Wars before Disney shut it down, mm-hmm. as you were talking about earlier. Uh, they, I mean, this animation takes a long time to make. So like yeah. they had several seasons planned out and they had stuff in the works. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the episodes they had in the works was a Boba Fett episode where he was going to meet Cad Bane and they were going to have an epic duel. You can see like a yep. very early render of it on YouTube. Um, and it shows, explains where Boba Fett got his that dent did. and yeah. his helmet and... Boba kills Cad Bane. Uh, it's a cool moment. Like, do we need stuff like that where it's like, oh, like, I wonder how I got the dent? Or to be honest, I feel like here pretty soon we're going to find out how, like, C-3PO has a silver leg instead of a gold one. Or, like, <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. Do you do you even care? Like, See, for those little things, like, no, I don't care. Like, if it was, like, like I don't know, like, if, if, if. Like, if it was, like, blatantly, like, pointed out, like, why 3PO got a silver leg? And then everyone's like, ah, I wonder why. And it's just never explained. And then they were, like, kind of explained it down the road in a future something. Then, sure, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. They kind of, like, explained that for us. But, like, mm-hmm. no, like, no one's asking for that. Like, I, I do think the whole, like, Boba Fett helmet thing, like, that is kind of cool, especially that we got to see that. Especially we got to see that live action, too. is really dope. But well, again, we didn't like, get to see it live action. Did he not give the dent in Book of Boba Fett? I killed Bane? No, because he's... This is, takes place after everything, so he's had the. Oh, dent. that's right. That that we didn't do an episode of Book of Boba Fett, but say we said that in our Boba Fett episode, but we didn't do that. Yeah, that, that wasn't a thing. Um, yeah, like that was one of my biggest complaints with that was like it. That's what we didn't get. If you were gonna have Cad Bane, because yeah, like in Clone Wars, like that's when he kills Cad Bane, and I think that's what makes those moments mm-hmm. cool. Is if you have a really cool story, and they said okay, like it's let's let's kill off Cad Bane. We've used him enough. Yeah. Um. They already had a really great story, and they said, "Oh, while they're doing this, what if Cad Bane also shot and like got Boba's helmet? It also, kind of you know, yeah. gives Boba a little humility in the moment. Like he could, almost died, but his father right. was protecting him. Like that. That's a lot of really great moments that John Favreau, not John Favreau, Dave Filoni, is really great at like setting up and mm-hmm. executing on. Um, so moments like, like I think." Yeah, like you said, like I don't really care. I don't need a whole series on. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I'm waiting. I guarantee it. In the next five years, we're gonna get some series about how the weird uh, bug eyed bartender from the sequel trilogy got Anakin's uh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. How got like she got the Skywalker lightsaber? <laughs> like, just wait. It's gonna happen. And like, I don't. Yeah. I don't here's, really care. Here's the thing. I don't think. Like, that's with these, like, fan service little things. Like, no one ever asks for them. I think it's really how, like, how it's, like, what is done and how it's done in the moment that 
that's the only way people like anyone's going to appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like if it's done well, sure. Like that was fun. That was interesting. But like that thing is like, no one's asking for it. If someone's got an idea and they're like, Hey, let's do this. Like, I think they just take a risk on it regardless. I don't think anyone really sets up like, Hey, has this been asked for? Are they really looking for this? Or like, will mm-hmm. anyone pick up on this? Cause like when it goes back to the music thing, like, sure. Like not all people like I, I personally would never pick that up on. Like I listen mm-hmm. to music. I like it. And I enjoy it, but I would have never, never actually noticed right. that. But sure, it is cool. Like, don't get me wrong, I think that's cool too. But like, yeah, any of these other little things, like the scar, I don't like when it happened. I was just like, oh, dope. Like, yeah, that makes sense. And they had a lot of the up close shots of the mask and his voice switching back and forth. Like, that was just a really cool scene in general, like, mm-hmm. all in all. But again, like, no, I didn't care. I, I never had the thought in my head where that scar come from, you know? Right. So it's, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like fan service, but like, let's just keep it contained let's use it sparingly like mm-hmm. i mean in the boba fett example like it it's a storytelling element at that point it's not just an easter egg right. i think that's what i think that's the difference between like an easter egg and fan service um you know we talked about pixar last week like mm-hmm. you know pixar does all sorts of easter eggs where you have like a113 and have all sorts of stuff characters like that. things like that right yeah. like th- that's just there to go look for but i think fan service should be a little deeper than that. Yeah. I think sometimes it's, it's, they don't, I think people don't always know like what to do with it. And so it's just, it's kind of fan service, but it's also just kind of an Easter egg. Yeah. I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't, if you're going to use fan service, like make it a part of the story. Don't, mm-hmm. don't, don't make the story serve fan, the fan service. Honestly, that's kind of one thing I, we didn't have the greatest comments on Jurassic World Dominion. Mm-hmm. But like that's what I'm kind of thinking back to is like we had that dude in the theater that just called that every stupid little Easter egg. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing is like they had so many fun little things thrown in there that were definitely fan service that just that kind of worked well. I just don't think it wasn't like it was one of those things where no one's going to complain that they were in there because they were fun little like Easter right. eggs. They weren't yeah they weren't overly done. They weren't like thrown in your face. Like if you, if you noticed it or if we had a guy in the theater that noticed it for us. Sure, it made the movie just a little enjoyable, you mm-hmm. know? I think that's kind of, yeah. I feel like when it is more or less an Easter egg, it is way better off. Because here's the thing, if you watch the movie for the seventh time and you're just like, oh, shoot, I never picked up on the first time, you get something new after watching it seven times, whatever, yeah. you know? And I feel like, yeah, definitely, I don't know, fan service can, yeah, really be up in the air with how it's done. Mm-hmm. We're kind of going to go off on what this whole thing is. We're just going to go way, way okay. off. Just because I had a, a question, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Okay. Um, are there any characters like Obi Wan that you're just like, hey, I wonder like what they're up to? Like, would you be interested in a Mace Windu show or or something like that? I would honestly love that. Really, mm-hmm. like Mace Windu. He was just Sam Jackson is just dope, man. I, so when it comes to being a Star Wars fan, I gotta admit I'm not as in depth mm-hmm. with my knowledge as all of you guys. So truly, There's I couldn't tell so you. There is a lot. There, there's a lot. And when it comes to like you and like a lot of the guys, you know, you guys do know way more of the details and stuff. I, I mean, I'm definitely way more of a hardcore Marvel fan than I am Star Wars, but I love them both a lot. I don't really know who's like still out there. And mm-hmm. like, um, a character, I don't know why. I actually do know why. Because I have a little, a little action figure toy thing of him. Um, Kit Fisto, I thought was dope as hell. Kit Fisto is dope. I thought he was literally the coolest dude ever. Mm-hmm. He was in uh, Attack of the Clones, right? Second yeah. one, yeah. And he was in uh, Run to the South. Yeah, freaking loved him. Literally so dope. I would love to see more on him. I really would. I'm pretty sure he's dead. 
Uh, Maybe. Yeah, Palpatine yeah. wrecked him. That's what I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. But like, I don't know. If if you if they did like some some sort of like original, it's just like basically did like an origin story or like backstory on those characters. Like we see so many like Jedi. Yeah. That was, you that, know, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like, I... Even, like, I, even if I they do, do like, a get Sith away. style, like, give us, like, Count Dooku. Give us, like, some of those other Dooku characters. Dooku could be interesting. Like, I would, yeah. Like, I know. I do want to get away from this whole... Like, we're stuck on the Skywalker From era, this whole like, era. Yeah. Like, that is what I'm excited for with Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's going to do a Thor uh, kind of remodel. I think it's going to be... I mean, he directed Mando season one finale, and it felt like Star Wars. He's directing more. Wait, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's really um, cool. Okay. He's directing a few episodes in season three. He he isn't like a one hit wonder kind of thing. Like no. he he has versatility. Yeah. Um one hundred percent. But I I'm excited for it just because I'm excited to see just a totally new era with different I mean, endless possibilities for stories. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, like Mace Windu is cool. We don't really know a whole lot about him. Right. Or like, I don't know, I'd like to see more of him or like, yeah, mm-hmm. Kit Fisto, Keanu yeah. Mundy. Like there's a lot of characters like I would yeah. love to see more of. The big thing for me is like my one of my biggest complaints with the prequels is like the whole Clone Wars in general is like it started because this Jedi like went to Kamino and was like, hey, we're going to make an army mm-hmm. and no one knows about it. And then they're like, oh, hey. Uh, you guys have an army, by the way, and Yoda's just like, "Oh, that's convenient. Cool. Yeah. Let's let's go to war with them." Like, no one puts two and two together. That wait, right. something's a little fishy here, right? I don't know. I, I would like to see like the creation of the army. I like to see something there. like you know the downfall of the the Jedi and like what they actually stand see, for. Yeah, into where they are. That would be super dope. In the, I don't. Yeah, in the Grand Republic era. Graham, do you have any final thoughts on Obi Wan Kenobi or fan service or anything overall? That realm? I like the show. Like I said, as of anything that we review or watch in today's time, there's going to be something we do like and something we don't like. Mm-hmm. This I did. I did like a lot. I did enjoy it. It was fun to see it. We got to hear the hello there. Like again, like I thought it was terribly placed, but well, we like we got to hear it a couple of times. But like, can we just talk about how Ewan McGregor like somehow managed to? To say it per, just like he did yeah. in the prequels, yep. but also just like Alec Guinness and A New Hope. Like, yep. So good. Dude. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. Yeah. But no, overall, loved the show. I really did. I liked it a lot. I would sit down and watch it again. Yeah. That's kind of how I always rank things. If I, if I would sit and watch it again or if I would pay for a subscription to watch it again, I think it's worth it. Yeah. No, I I also, again, I know we said more negative things to positive, but like, sure. I did really enjoy the show. Uh, I just like to nitpick things. And if you like the show uh, and we didn't, or if you didn't like the show and we did, that's okay. You have your own opinion. This has been the Popcorn Hangover. We've been talking Obi-Wan Kenobi and fan service and things. Uh, let us know what your thoughts were on Obi-Wan Kenobi on Instagram, TikTok, all the things. Follow us on Patreon, patreon.com slash popcorn hangover. And that's all I got. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.